in here we're a little more well prepared than we were the other time we didn't have a producer but only a fraction more so it's going to be a little bit wild monica how are you doing this morning i just want to tell everyone that we are taking all applications to be stand-in producers for the faith event breakfast show <laughs> please send applications to zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. absolutely that is gonna <laughs> i'm really good though, other than that years in my life i think actually <laughs> this is a wild you're job. doing you're doing really well blake uh yeah I'm, I'm glad that one person in this room thinks that. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> two of us. you are at the very least entertaining. <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, shout out to everyone who is listening. I want to shout out to Penrith, New South Wales. Hi, Penrith. 88.0 listening all the way from there. And then also our friends up in Woodford. Woodford, cool. Queensland, 87.6, listening up there in Woodford. And then we'll also say a shout-out to our friends in the beautiful Central Highlands Ooh. of Tasmania. Hi. 87.8 FM. Hi, Tazzy. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate that. If you are from there, give us a text this morning, 0491-064-669. What are you grateful for? Uh, this morning, I am super grateful for the rain. I just, oh. it's raining here. Like yesterday was like almost 40 degrees and, uh, and today it is raining and I just, I love the rain. I can sleep so much better to rain. How about you? What are you grateful for? Napoli's pizza here in Newcastle. Oh, what? Went there last night with some friends. It's a beauty. Oh. I was blown away by the deliciousness of that pizza. I have, I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> a pizza problem. That's a pizza problem. <laughs> I could really use some like pizza pizza, pizza problems. <laughs> I was born with those pizza problems, but I could really use some top tips for um, pizza in Newcastle. So let's. Uh, Napoli's is the place to go. I was okay. blown away. Great stuff. You got to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I will. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Coming up on Faith FM, what do Amazon layoffs, polar bear attacks in Alaska and fake Greta Thunberg arrests all have in common? They're on the news today. <laughs> that's what they have in common. Did you know that? I, I, well, I do. Greta's now. arrest wasn't even real. That's disgusting. The German police were fake. I couldn't believe it. this is Jason Hord, Victory in Jesus. We need some Victory in Jesus right here on Faith FM. Thanks for joining us. I heard an old, old story how a savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a rich like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. 
Listening to Faith FM, the breakfast show, right here with Monica and Blake in Newcastle. I was going to say sunny Newcastle, but it's cloudy Newcastle today. Praise the Lord. Which Monica is very excited about. I, I and really am. I am on the fence. <laughs> on the fence. <laughs> Rain, good. Rain all the time, bad. Yeah. Sun, very good. I like sun. But sun all the time, not so great either. I need my vitamin D. Yeah, true. It's important. Mm-hmm. But also the rain for the ground is important as well too. So I don't want to fight you on that, and I recognize that what you're saying. It's more that I need to do some strenuous physical labor today, and I just want to keep it cool. So oh, keeping it cool, yeah, yeah. The physical yeah. labor mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I have a question about. Yeah. Are you ready for the quiz? <laughs> I am actually really grateful that I don't have to answer the quiz because my morning brain would never be able to get it right. <laughs> So you just have all the answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I load up on the answers, and then I pretend I know everything. Okay, <laughs> here we go. This is a Who Am I quiz. The first clue goes as such. I said, now I know that the Lord is greater than all of the gods, for he did this to those who had treated Israel arrogantly. Who? Yeah. Can you read that again? That, that's a tough one. It's a quote from something this person said. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all other gods, for he did this to those who treated Israel arrogantly. Ooh, that's a tough one. It is a tough one today. That is a tough uh, one. What is it? Is it a who am I? It's a who am I. Yeah. So it's a, it's a person. So who said that? Yeah. And that's that is out of the Bible. So. Okay. <laughs> and that is from the Bible. Not the encyclopedia. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, give Ooh, us a text or a call, 0491 That is our 500-point quiz clue. Yeah, if you can get it right off that. 500 points available 500. to you. I also just want to know, in general... Text us at 0491064669. Can you just tell us what you're thankful for? Oh, yeah. And also just, I need some emojis this morning. Like, we're kind of, <laughs> we don't have Hickey, we don't have Shell. We're just like, it's just Monica and I, and we're here. And Monica, you're doing a great job going back and forth, doing the muting and the unmuting. Yeah. Um, and the whole show, Producer Shell did help me to set it up, so shout out. Producer Shell, you're awesome. You're fine. You're doing but she's, fine. She's Blake. sick. Oh, yeah. DJ Shell is really sick. We need actually, to throw some prayers for her. We need a lot of prayers for her. Actually, I'm going to pray for her right now. Okay, do it. Father in heaven, please be with Producer Shell. She is very sick, uh, and she is bedridden right now. We just pray for her healing, that her whatever is going on, that you would just send your ministering angels to help her to get better uh, so that she can get back and help us as soon as possible as well, too, but also so that she's just better. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Was amen. that a selfish prayer? No, that was great. Because I wanted her to come back. 
Well, while you were selfish, while you were praying, I was literally thinking to myself, "And please, Lord, help her get better by Australia Day, so we can have a party at her house." <laughs> <laughs> True. I, uh, I literally just invite like a bunch of people to her house. I do that sometimes. I like, oh, can I come over? And then you're, like, yes. you're the kind of friend that invites other, other people, people. Yeah. to other people's yeah. houses. I am. I'm trying to get better at it. I did it to. <laughs> you're trying to get better as in, at inviting as in, more as in, people. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to not do it anymore. I um. I think I have done it to Shell a couple of times, but I have to admit, I did it this time. I invited like a whole swag of other people, and then Shell mentioned something about not having enough chairs, and so I went and uninvited them all, uh, which was super awkward, but I, I think it was a mature thing to do. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully she's better by Australia Day so we can have our little Australia Day shenanigans at her house. Australia Day shenanigans. My Australia. Australia. All right, I have some good news. You're going to like this. Okay. Uh, So you know how they say uh, sitting is the new smoking? Uh, You've not heard that? I don't know that, but man, that's... No, 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 that's 100%. Like 100%. What about laying down? Probably even worse. You probably get postural hypotension. Yeah. I've actually had that. I do that every night when I sleep. Like, oh, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) No... (laughs) You're so silly. Walked into that no, one. No. <laughs> like, you know how people sit at their desks all day? And that's like a modern thing. Like we, True. We haven't always been like in a digital age where we sat in front of screens for work and everything. Um, but they're saying that sitting is the new smoking. So sitting around all day has as much as an as a adverse effect on your health as smoking cigarettes does. Um so they've actually just, they've been trying to figure out like how do we combat this, right? And so they've done a study and they found that to reduce the harmful effects of sitting, you just got to take a five minute walk every half hour. So this study looked, uh, was actually looking to find the bare minimum of physical activity required to prevent the well documented ill effects of continuous uh, sitting. And just to get determined that five minutes, just walking every half hour was good. Uh, so by looking at blood sugar levels and blood pressure, which are two important metrics of heart disease, our scientists were able to determine how much daily movement was required to get back equilibrium from the negative effects of sitting. So if you, you know, if you think for a second, like if you have an office worker, uh, who is, you know, waking in the morning, uh, maybe gets like breakfast with a spouse or perhaps their children. And then the day begins with some sitting, right? So you're already sitting down for breakfast and then you climb into a car and then that office worker is driving in a seated position to the office in a commute. And then between um, the beginning of the day and lunch, this and, and then at the end of the day, they're spending about eight to nine hours sitting before returning home, sitting in their cars. And once home, they're mentally exhausted because they've been like, you know, mentally taxed all day. And that sort of, uh, translates to physical exhaustion. So they're probably going to sit down to first of all eat their dinner and then perhaps to do a bit more sitting down at the television or reading, both done in the seated position. Wow. So we are sitting all the time. So the answer to all of this is stand-up cars, <laughs> where you just stand in the car and drive to work, or or like position. a like a treadmill in the car. So you or a self-driving car with a treadmill, a jetpack. <laughs> you can jetpack. Then you're to just work. hanging around. Yeah. Then you're hanging. What do we have research on hanging? <laughs> no. So sitting time for adults in industrialized nations has been climbing for decades, and increased risks. Forget this. All of the diseases typical of those nations, so like type two diabetes, cancer, heart disease, stroke, fatty liver disease, etc. Um, but yeah, they 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 uh, 
they studied some healthy middle-aged individuals and got them to uh, work in an environment where they sat in a lab for eight hours a day for five days to represent a normal work week. And then uh, then they switched it up and then they sat, um, sometimes only took bathroom breaks, but then they actually did the five-minute light walk every half hour. And it was the only strategy that reduced blood sugar levels substantially compared to sitting all day. I, and do you know what? I just want to say, like anyone who's going like, oh, this is wonderful news. I'm going to implement this. Just keep in mind that this is the bare minimum. It's like when they say you have to drink eight cups of water a day. That's like when the government sort of released that information. That was sort of more of a PSA as to how to not die. It wasn't for optimal health. So people think that drinking eight cups is optimal health, but it's actually the bare minimum that you need. So this five-minute walk per half hour is not for optimal health. This is to, you know, the bare minimum to just um, get you by to, to help you avoid getting all these diseases. Uh, if you want optimal health, uh, sitting down for <laughs> almost any period is really not that great for you. Um, but, yeah, so uh, defining exercise and time spent exercise has become a focus of physiologists of late as recent evidence points out that time spent in movement for work purposes doesn't confer the protections from the diseases mentioned above the same way exercise does. So that is the um, pretty interesting because that's where the divide line between movement for work and movement the exercise sits is not well understood. So basically, if okay. you're, so you might be like, let's say you're an office worker and you have to move some boxes around your office and you like work up a sweat and you're like, oh great, that was a little workout. That exercise actually affects your body different than if you went to the gym and lifted weights with the intent, with the purpose of getting sweaty and like, you know, building some muscle. So which one's better? The one where you do it with intent, there's a there's a psychological effect. It's a it's a it's a physiological um, uh, effect on your body, and so um, yeah, they're now studying like exercise with intent and how much difference incidental accident, uh, exercise actually has. Because I have like I have tons of friends who have like Fitbits and and uh, all those kind of monitors, and they just try and get their steps in. And so they're like, oh, I'll just walk around the office and like get a drink of water from the kitchen and all that'll give me like another hundred, couple of hundred steps. But because like they're just getting a drink of water, they're not like, do you know what? I'm going to go charge around the block. It's, it's different effect. And, uh, and I'm sure people who have been counting their steps for years now have actually found they're not, it's not actually made any difference on their health whatsoever. If I look at all the people that I know have Fitbits and have tried to keep their step count at 10,000, like it's been recommended, it doesn't, hasn't really affected their lives. So just getting your steps in is like, doesn't really mean anything. It's like, what kind of steps are you taking? Just like intentional, like dance steps. <laughs> right. Just like, yeah. I'm really. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? Up. Going for a dance class is an incredible um, uh, exercise that you can do because it employs your brain. You have to think about your movement. The steps. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you just move with the move with the music, do you, Blake? You're such a. My easy. grandma says I can dance. <laughs> no one else on earth does. My grandma does, and I'm sticking oh, to goodness. that. All right. Well, Thanks, everyone, grams. go for a walk five minutes every half hour. Get intentionally. Out. Yeah, intentionally. Get out and, like, touch some grass or something. This is Alison Krauss and the Cox family. I'd rather have Jesus. I know who holds tomorrow.
Listening to Faith FM, the Breakfast Show with Blake and Monica here in Newcastle, broadcasting all through Australia. We got Western Australia, South Australia, Queensland, Northern Territory, Tasmania, the ACT, and even Victoria, all the way down south. I think that's all of them, and New South Wales, of course. Yeah. Uh, so we are here this morning. We are on our next part of the quiz. I need some clues. I need to get my detective hat on because sure, this one's do. hard. This one is hard. Okay, who am I? I am also known as Rioel. Rioel? Rioel. R-E-U-E-L. I don't know how to pronounce that. Real? Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. It's like the word real, but with the U smack bang in the middle of it. Yule. Real, real. This person has two names, but I sound okay. Like, I've never heard of that one, by the way. The re- real name, real, real name. Real. I, I didn't know that he went by that as well. Oh, it's a he. <gasps> it's a he. <laughs> we got two clues. Did you just assume his gender? 
I did, definitely, 100%. Uh, give us a call, 0491-064-669, uh, or a text. Actually, sorry, don't call us. Only text us today. There's no one there to take your calls. Uh, please just text. Uh, you are in the running to win a wonderful um, cookbook. It's called No, We Don't Only Eat Carrots, Plant-Based Food for Humans by Leah Jones. Uh, really great book with a lot of information uh, she's really done a great job of it. Every every recipe has a full color photograph. Uh, it's vegan friendly, easy to prepare. It has helpful information, including the kilojoule calorie counts. It has preparation and cooking times. It has metric and imperial measurements, uh, serving suggestions, handy tips, alternative ingredients. That's always handy for people with allergies or are following special diets. Uh, it also features th- bonus thermomix procedures. The the uh, the meals apparently definitely have flavor. They're a hundred percent guaranteed not gourmet. Um, they are omnivore improved, bachelor safe, budget friendly, and there's also helpful icons for gluten free, nut free, and soy free recipes. Don't know why you want to go soy free. Soy is great, but uh, maybe you're allergic to it. So, no, we don't only eat carrots. Plant based food for humans by Leah Jones. Uh, give us a text zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Tell us one like an answer to the quiz, and uh, and uh, you'll be in the running to win that tomorrow, I believe, or during that. Well, actually, I was talking with producer Shell, mm-hmm. and because things are a little bit wild this week, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a, the drawing on Monday next week. Oh, because of the the technical incapabilities of some people in this room. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. Yeah. There's two of them. We're not going to point. Yeah. We're not going to identify these people, but there are individuals. Can't, can't we just go analog and shove like names in a hat and pull one out? Oh, no, because no, it's all the points. Oh, it's a yeah, point the system. Points, the points. Okay, you gotta, yeah, you yeah. gotta respect the points. hard system. basket. <laughs> so with these huge algorithms and the the meta universe these and the metaverse we gotta and push. and all the computer programmings. <laughs> So I'm thinking we're going to do, yeah, I think we're going to do that on the Monday okay, for cool. that one. But we're also going to do the quiz for Monday for the next week, but then we're going to do the drawing on Monday. So it's going to be like assuming, a super Monday. Assuming that DJ Shell recovers in time for Monday. Well, we have prayed. Yes, in, so indeed. So we got to believe that she's going to be better. Amen. So, okay, Shell, please get better. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. I've got some crazy wild news. Oh. Okay, yesterday, I just want to shout out uh, yesterday, we talked about uh, what was? Do you remember the answer to the quiz yesterday? Um, it was an animal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was it? The bear. Bears, mm-hmm. right? Bear. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> the bears have gone crazy in Alaska. They have. It's actually kind of sad. Are they mauling, mocking youths? They're they are mauling and killing people. Oh no! They've gone crazy. Serious? Yeah. So a polar bear has uh, killed a woman and a boy after chasing residents in an Alaska town in Wales, Alaska. Oh, no. So not New South Wales and not Wales, England, but Wales, Alaska. A woman and boy were killed by a polar bear that had been chasing residents in a tiny remote community in Alaska, state troopers said on Tuesday. The bear had chased the residents after entering the western Alaska town of Wales before attacking the woman and boy uh, and then began to attack other residents as well, too. Uh, but the bear was shot and killed by another resident as it attacked other victims as well as killing those two victims. Uh, so it was pretty, pretty kind of scary. Do they know what motivated it? Uh, I don't know, actually. Was uh, it hungry? 
Uh, Wales is on the coast of Western Alaska and has a population of, it's a huge population of 168. Oh, oh no. 168. So that's a, that's really going to rock the community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, according to the U.S. Census, the, uh, and then later on it says reports of polar bear attacks on humans are extremely rare. 2017 study published by the Wildlife Society found that from 1870 to 2014, we documented 73 attacks by wild polar bears distributed among the five polar bear range states, which is Canada, Greenland, Norway, Russia, and the United States. Mm-hmm. So there are zero polar bear attacks in Hawaii. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Which okay. resulted in 20 human fatalities and 63 human injuries, it found. so but but, That's over a huge space of time. Yeah. So, so basically, it's not that common. Well, it's very, very uncommon rare. to get attacked by a polar bear. But when it does happen, it seems pretty gnarly. Mm. Uh, and then uh, they're saying that due to climate change, uh, the melting ice has led the corresponding change in bear behavior and made human encounters with bears even more likely than before, which is pretty wild. Uh, so it, it's kind of crazy. Attacks on the humans remain rare. The last one was actually in 2013, according to uh, the Reuters News there. Uh, agency, and there hadn't been a fatal attack since the early 1980s. So this is this is kind of big news. Yeah, uh, that this has happened. I know it's all the way over in Alaska, but it is kind of crazy that a polar bear would just enter into a town and chase down two uh, two victims. So I do I do think that maybe the like the propagandists are going to use this now to push their about climate, climate change. change. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do fear for that as well, too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. there was polar bears eating people before that happened yeah, as well, too. So we got to keep that in mind. Hey, tell me what happened with Greta Thunberg, because that sounds, like, wild. Okay. Why is she being fake arrested? Is that why she was smiling? Well, it goes back and forth. So so check this out. Okay. Uh, BBC is now reporting German police have denied being extras for Greta Thunberg after false claims that her detainment at a protest in Western Germany was staged. So a viral post falsely, well, this is what they say, falsely claimed the climate activists being held by police was all set up for the cameras. I've seen the thing. It looks pretty fake to me. I mean, I guess editing and everything. But essentially, Greta is standing between two police officers, smiling, talking to both of them, while photographers are taking pictures of her. And the video is taking a video of all of this as well, too. And the, what the German police are saying is, we were waiting for backup. Backup to arrest yeah. the little girl. <laughs> were they scared? Were they? <laughs> That's so silly. Sorry, I'm not making that up. <laughs> I read it. I read in the article and I started crying. I was like, what? A tiny little girl, and they need backup. Not only like she's. She's a young woman, but she's a tiny, she's a tiny person, young woman as well. And these two giant police officers who are having conversations on both sides. And the answer is like, this was not staged. We were waiting for backup. This is a very, and they were saying it's very practical and logistical for what was happening. And they were like, Greta was not the only one arrested. And so we were waiting for backup. Mm-hmm. And, and she's not, her hands are not handcuffed or anything later on uh greta uh text texted in that oh it was funny she's a climate change is not a crime and apparently uh or 
what is it? No, no, sorry, sorry. Let's get that that quote correct here. What, Climate what? protection is not a crime, right? And apparently, it definitely isn't because the German police let her go. Let her go. Didn't charge her, and what? they just removed her from where the mine was. Well, if it was a fake arrest, what was the purpose of that? Just to generate um, attention? Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, she tweeted yesterday. I was part of a group that peacefully protested the expansion of a coal mine in Germany. We were kettled by police. I don't know what that means. Maybe like they made them hot drinks. <laughs> and then detained, but were, were let go later that evening. That's what I was saying. They didn't even stay for the night. Yeah. So it's, it's a little fishy to me. I think it is all set up. It's mm-hmm. all fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows? I want to hear what other people think about that as well, too. I wanted to have time to talk about Amazon laying off 18,000 people as well, too. Oh, wow. Amazon is a huge company that has laid off 18,000 people but we've run out of time this is Jacqueline Jewell Love the Lord featuring Neville Peter one of my good friends love that guy
You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Monica. We're about to do our other Every quiz. Every time you say Monica, like my soul jumps a little bit like I've done something naughty. Monica. Yeah. Do, do it again? Yeah, literally. Monica. I'm like, ooh, what have I done now? Mind show. You can just call me Mon, you know. <laughs> is that is it wrong to say Monica? No, it's just when people say Monica. I, you feel I, like you're in trouble? I feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So every time you've <laughs> introduced a segment, I'm like, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, who am I? Let's do another quiz clue. Who am I? 300 points. 300 points. To ease his burden, I encouraged Moses to select trustworthy men to serve as judges over the people of Israel. To ease oh. his burden... I encouraged Moses to select trustworthy men to serve as judges over the people of Israel. This is not who I thought this was. Yeah. But I know who it is now. Yeah. Really? Got a bit easier there, but still quite a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, give us a call. <laughs> Don't call us. Text us, please. 0491 You've done that every time. Like, give us a call. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> do not do that. No more calls. Just text us, please, until until such time as we have another staff member here to answer phone calls. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we. I just wanted to say one quick thing about that Amazon thing. So it's, it's 18,000 layoffs for Amazon. Wow. It's crazy. That's a lot. But they have 1.5 million people in their global workforce so i think it's like less than six percent yeah. yeah of their entire but why workforce. are they why are they firing everyone economic unrest they're a little bit nervous about the future oh, okay yeah so but that's, that's i wanted sad. to say that i just wanted to say because we did talk about the early on so i just want to say amazon what's going on here yeah that's eighteen thousand people yeah. Who don't have jobs anymore. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon, you send me stuff every day, so don't tell me you don't need those people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We have with us today, we have gotten him back. Uh, earlier this week, he was with us, and we've gotten him back for part two of this interview. Brad, can you hear us? Brad Moody. I can. It's good to be back, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Excellent. We need more information about how to take care of our feet. I've been thinking about the whole I've been thinking about the whole like barefoot walking thing on artificial surfaces compared to natural surfaces and I've actually been doing both. I did a little grass walk and then I did a little sidewalk barefoot. <laughs> Mix it up a bit. Yeah, look, there's something to be said for that, Blake, but you've got to keep in mind that, uh, as we discussed, like, your feet have been in shoes for the duration of your walking life, um, and they're probably not necessarily used to walking barefoot uh, on those on those artificial surfaces like we discussed. So, so look, if you're keen to sort of get into barefoot uh, ambulation, um, then, yeah, it'd be worthwhile um, maybe getting in touch with, with somebody that can give you the appropriate training. So just to catch everyone up who may have missed the first interview, Brad Moody is a podiatrist, and we did a segment where we talked about uh, barefoot walking, the benefits of, like, different kinds of shoes. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself again, Brad. Like, you work somewhere here in uh, Newcastle? Yeah, so, look, yeah, I'm a podiatrist operating out of the Central Coast. So, down in uh, Wyong and West Gosford and Tugra are our three clinics. Um, so, yeah, by all means, you can get in touch with us if you've got any foot or lower limb dramas from your hip to your toe. Um, this is where you go. <laughs> Riverside Podiatry. Riverside, okay. Riverside Podiatry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can just look us up on, on Google or, or um, yeah, you can find a number there as well. Um, but, yeah. Hey, did you just say amputation or ambulation? Because I'm a little bit nervous right now. 
<laughs> yes, ambulation. I was contemplating whether we should discuss amputation today and some of the precursors to that. But, oh. uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so what is ambulation? I've never, I don't think I've ever oh, heard ambul- that word. It's just it's just a fancy word for walking okay. or moving like it's like it's like body movement forward. Like it's like it's like you moving along the ground. That's, so, that's, it's just yeah. Can I just like tell people, hey, 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 whoa, 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 I'm busy, I'm ambulating. Yeah. <laughs> you you, certainly can. <laughs> and if you ever have like a baby and you stick the baby in a pram, pram is actually short for preambulation. Then what's know. stroller short for? <laughs> Strolleration. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> anyway, let's pick up the interview where we left off. I think we're up to you about to give us like handy hints or something. Ah, uh, yeah. So talking about footwear, where we were, oh, we were trying to discuss right. what kind of features you're after when it comes to something that's going to support your foot on those unnatural surfaces. Because if you recall, we were discussing how, how those unnatural surfaces tend towards an over-cushioning. Remember how we gave you the analogy between the soft sand and the hard sand? Mm. Soft sand being, being the, the, it's like the orientation or the posture of your foot that is inclined to absorb impact, whereas then there's the second phase of, of walking, which is more like hard sand, where, where you're put a little bit more in its efficiency-focused stage, where it's trying to conserve energy and propel your body forward. And, and they're kind of the opposite ends of the spectrum, and your foot needs the benefit of both. But that our, our unnatural surfaces that we've constructed for ourselves with the concrete jungle, uh, is, is uh, it, it predisposes the foot to, uh, I guess, over-cushioning or too much soft sand, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is this is this tracking with you guys? Are you guys yeah, keeping up yeah. with where? And I think, I think, <laughs> sense from I think I remember you saying that although we have built this concrete jungle, our feet are more adaptive than we realise. And I think you used the analogy, um, the example of the islander people who often walk around barefoot and their feet have sort of adapted to it. Correct. Yeah, there's actually a tribe over in, I believe it was Mexico, um, so I can correct me if I'm wrong, um, that actually, they, they only just recently, like in the last couple of decades, discovered this tribe. Um, that, that The reason why they didn't know that they even existed was because they were in the jungle of, of like, um, Mexico, and, like, they were just continuously running. They just non-stop running. And, like, they, they caught up with this tribe and they, they, they communicated with them and, and um, like, wanted to give them some shoes. Like, I think it was Nike or Adidas or somebody like that wanted to sponsor them for shoes. They're like, this is going to be an amazing marketing thing. Anyway, they gave them these shoes and they found the shoes shortly thereafter in the bush um, up, up the way because they found them a little while later and they hadn't, none of them had the shoes on anymore. Um, so anyway, yeah, point being, the, the foot is naturally adapted if it's grown up to be naturally adapted on those natural surfaces. Gotcha. Yeah, I've, I've read about that. I think it's called Born to Run. And I actually, I know a guy who's a descendant of those people. And his last name is literally Roadrunner. Wow. Yeah, I was uh, like, I was blown away. But anyway, so his whole family just runs around barefoot all the time and down Mexico. It's more like desert area, too. It's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, right. Well, there you go. You got more of an insight than I do. <laughs> I haven't haven't had to treat any of them yet. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just kind of wondering. So, like, the foot is really adaptive, but like, I gotta say, I got really sensitive feet. Why is that? 
<laughs> well, there's a whole range of different reasons why you could have sensitive feet. I mean, it could just be something that you've inherited from your parents or it could be something that you've um, uh, developed from a chronic condition such as diabetes or something like that. Oh, really? Uh, that may have... Yeah, so that's a, that's a whole other discussion point. If you want to go down that pathway, it's a, it's a pretty crazy rabbit warren, but I'm um, always happy to get into it if you want. Uh, look, no, let's let's stick with where we were going beforehand. But that is interesting <laughs> to me. That is <laughs> interesting to me about the sensitivity and diabetes. You might being need connected. a personal a personal consultation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where is it again? <laughs> Riverside Podiatry. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. No. So hey, look. Let's talk about some um, some basic features of some footwear that's going to compensate for those unnatural surfaces that we walk around on day in and day out. So, so a couple of key features I'm aware that we're just sort of only got a couple minutes left in this interview, but um, what we're after is something that's going to sort of stabilize the foot. You, you, you recall I said that the, the foot generally tends towards an over-cushioning type uh, postural position and function when we're on these unnatural surfaces. The foot's just trying to compensate for the hard and the flat, right? And so what we need is something that's actually going to sort of help, I guess, stabilize and support the structure of the foot when it's on those surfaces. So we kind of want a good balance of like of cushioning, but at the same time it's stability. So what the main features are that you're after are in the back of the shoe and through the midfoot of the shoe. This is just basic. Now it obviously becomes a lot more specific depending on what the particular concerns are that the patient has. Um, but in general, you're going to be a lot more comfortable if you're going to be walking for a long distance on those hard flat surfaces if you've got something that's going to stabilize and support your foot from it doing its natural over-cushioning type compensation pattern. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, it does. So not stilettos. Not stilettos. Oh, that's a whole other topic. Um, but, yeah, no, what you need is something that's got a rigid heel counter. So the heel counter is the thing that sits up around the back of the, uh, the heel bone, where your Achilles connects into the foot is your calcaneus, that's the heel bone. And that bone there is one of the critical uh, parts of, of foot mobile, mo- like mobilization through walking. So, so the way that that bone moves governs the entire motion of the foot. So if we can stabilize that part of the foot, you're going to find it a lot more of an efficient process for you to walk, and you're going to get a whole lot less tired feet if you can stabilize that bone generally. Now, this is just general principles. Like I said, it comes down to very specific requirements depending on whether you've got a, a very rigid type foot, then you're going to need some specific requirements different to this. But in general, most people uh, tend towards an over-cushioning rather than an under-cushioning when they're walking on those flat hard surfaces. So that's point number one. Point number two is under the mid foot. So under the midfoot, what you're looking for is a similar kind of a structural support. A lot of people talk about arch control. That's a different kind of a situation that we need to deal with specifically individually, whereas generally stability through the midfoot just comes through a rigid shank. So the part that sits underneath the arch of your foot uh, or underneath the instep, usually we want that part to be firmer than not firm. Okay, so you'll get a lot of a lot of shoes out there these days that are purporting that, that you can walk in these shoes and feel like you're walking on clouds. Well, that's kind of a misnomer. Like, I mean, nobody really knows what it's like to walk on clouds anyway because you can't physically. But what they should be saying is it's kind of more like having such a soft-soled shoe is kind of like walking on soft sand. Having a soft-soled shoe is like walking on soft sand. And if you walk on soft sand all day, you're going to get tired feet. We've already highlighted that. This is why I encourage people to be walking in something that's going to be a little bit more like the firm sand. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes way sense. Monica's holding up her uh, Birkenstock right here, and she's disappointed because there's not a rigid heel on the on the flip flop. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So it's not shoes. the kind of shoe. It's not the kind of shoe that, that Monica wants to go for a long walk in. It should prefer probably something that's got a little bit more stability up in that heel counter region uh, and something that stabilizes the midfoot. Now, 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 I just want to clarify, we don't want a rigid toe. The toes are designed to bend. We need them to bend. But just with having some stability through the midfoot, you're going you're gonna to find compensation for a lot of those pathological or detrimental habits of ambulation that we otherwise get ourselves into the habit of. You you said something about a rigid shank. My mom worked at Folsom Prison for like six years. We're talking about different types of rigid shanks, yeah? Uh, ironically, not as much as you think. We're, we're talking about a similar kind. We're talking about a hard piece of metal usually, and that's what a shank is in both scenarios. Now, okay. It doesn't have to necessarily. So, so a shank is made, as you'll uh, unfortunately be aware, from your mother's work, um, a shape is a rigid piece of material that's actually used to damage other people. We're talking about a, a positive use of shape um, that stabilizes to the stop the damage. And, and <laughs> Top damage, reduce damage okay. through a rigid shank. So, about- so who would have thought there's a positive use for a rigid yeah, shank? Yeah, <laughs> I've got to let my mom know. I was like, hey, some of these guys could sell shoes. Hey, this is positive. Put, these, the put these shanks to good use. Yes. <laughs> so what about like underneath the toes? Like my, bur- I'm holding up my shoe right now and it has like that sort of ridge underneath the toes, like where the toes connect to the foot. Is that good or bad? Yeah, that's Look, it's a nice creature comfort, but it's not actually going to do anything for you functionally. Just be brutally honest. I think I'm going to need you to send me some shoes, Brett. <laughs> my mind is blown. Here I was thinking I was doing the best thing for my feet, and uh, turns out I'm not. I feel like the shoe that you're describing doesn't exist. Like, it feels like it has to have, like, three separate sections, different types of soles. Like, I feel like I might as well just go out barefoot. <laughs> I <laughs> I am wearing one of those shoes as we speak, um, and it is probably one of the most comfortable shoes that I've had on my foot uh, since I began my podiatry career. Since I've ever started wearing shoes, actually. So, um, and it's yeah, it's a good stable supportive shoe. They do exist. Um, you just might need some help knowing where to find them. Um, but you can always get in touch with us, I guess. Or um, just like I said, what you're looking for the rigid heel counter. You can poke on it, squeeze on it. Just make sure it doesn't bend and buckle. And that the shoe doesn't bend in the midfoot as well. Now, I just want to clarify. I'm talking about the ideal. I'm not saying these are the dire essentials, mm-hmm. right? So, so when you're when you're um, looking to decide what kind of food you're going to consume on a daily basis, you, you sort of steer towards those that are going to be the most nutritionally beneficial for the majority, right? So, so broccoli is something that you want as a major in your food supply. Chocolate is not. So your Birkenstocks, although they do offer some mild elements of support, and, and I'm not turning Birkenstocks down as like an open-toed shoe. Brad, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Brad. We have one second, and then we don't know how to add more time. I really apologize. But this is Jeff Johnson. I stand in awe. Thank you for joining us, Brad. For comprehension Like nothing ever seen or heard And who can grasp Your infinite wisdom And who can fathom The depths of your love 
description. Majesty enthroned above, and I stand, I stand in awe of you, and I stand, I stand in awe of you, holy God, to whom all praise is due, I stand in awe. Beautiful beyond description, too marvelous for words, too wonderful for comprehension, like nothing ever seen or heard. And who can grasp your infinite wisdom? Who can fathom the depths of your love? You are beautiful beyond description. Majesty enthroned above. simple mission. We want to connect every person in Australia with the life-changing everlasting gospel. And we hear from people every day who are being impacted by Faith FM. People are asking deep questions, requesting our amazing free resources, and making decisions for Jesus. The lives of people right across Australia are changing because of what we're doing here at Faith FM. It takes $700 a day to keep Faith FM operational. And so I want to invite you to get involved with us and become a Faith FM mission partner. By becoming a Faith FM mission partner, you'll help us to continue to connect with the people of Australia with the life-changing, everlasting good news. To become a partner, visit faithfm.com.au slash donate and join our dollar-a-day program. As a mission partner, you'll get access to behind-the-scenes news, listener stories, and exclusive content and offers. And as a bonus to celebrate the end of financial year, if you join the dollar-a-day program before June 30th, we'll send you a free Faith FM mission mug. These are exciting, interactive sharing mugs that provide you with an easy way to share Faith FM. We'll send you one for free just to say thank you for joining the team. So visit faithfm.com 
www.amazon.com.au slash donate and select the dollar a day program before June 30th and we'll send you a free Faith FM mission mug for sharing. So visit faithfm.com.au slash donate and let's continue reaching Australia together. being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.